So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Next week, we're going to be doing a live show. We have released more tickets. What have we? Well, it's a thing that uh, people say to make a little more popular than they are. We haven't released any more tickets, but to say we've still got the same amount of tickets left as last week would be embarrassing. <laughs> so we say things like, more t- tickets released, more tickets available, or something. That's what Act now. Yeah, all those things. That, like, if you see at a concert, it says something like, uh, last few t- tickets remaining. Mm. That yeah. means there are lots A new block remaining. has been released due yeah. to phenomenal demand. Yeah, bullshit. If you do want to buy some of our last remaining tickets, Terry, where can you get these new tickets? Ticketmaster. Really? No. Uh, FF1S.com forward slash British hyphen gran. That was a joke that was very funny about a month ago. <laughs> now I can't really be bothered to repeat it. But um, if your gran comes, Frigin. Frigin. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that wants to say something, but we'll just leave you to it. We're all very disappointed. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that CGI's extra visual fun into every episode. And if you're listening along, visualise a big red star here. Right above our faces. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that throws it all away. Hi, uh, it's James. I've thrown away this podcast, but we trusted you <laughs> and we believe in you. I'm sorry. Genuinely, listeners, we are sorry. And genuinely, I am James. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake. We're okay. We're okay. We're not okay. We're not okay. <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that always hangs on through blistering. Not a euphemism. <laughs> Does sound a bit euphemism-y. Welcome to For Formula One's <laughs> Sake, smashing your ears like front wings on a sausage curb. Again, a jerking <laughs> off reference. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm G. Carez, and today from my house in Tower Hamlets, we are going to talk about the Austrian Grand Prix, the red bulliest race on the calendar, where all the cars blew up and Max Verstappen didn't crash. That's all to come. Joining me is a man who is all geared up for the land of the free. It is Phil Tromans. Hello, everyone. Yes, I am going to the land of the free, the home of the brave, the home of the whopper, America. So this isn't what you've done? Well, it's sort of what I've done because I'm going uh, the day after the live show. In fact, the morning after the live show, I'm flying out to America. But because I'm going as a journalist, I had to. I couldn't just do the visa waiver program. I had to go and get a proper visa. And I had to go to the new US embassy, you know, the one that Trump hates. It's really nice. What, it's much in, nicer than the last one. In Jerusalem? That's right. <laughs> no, the new one south of the river which apparently Trump doesn't, Trump's more of an Islington kind of guy or something, or he liked the old one in Grosvenor Square. Well, he's a black cab driver, that's why. But it was, it's, it's a really nice building. It was actually a much nicer experience than the last time I had to get a US visa, which was about 10 years one? ago. I did get so one. So where in America are you going? I'm going to, I'm in Seattle for a couple of days, and nice. I'm going to Alaska. Oh, fancy. Yeah. To do what? I'm going looking for bears. Okay. Kodiak Island in a Skoda Kodiak. Do you see what they've done? Yeah, yeah. It's a Skoda Kodiak, and we're going to Kodiak Island to look for Kodiak bears. Yeah. Kodiak. What other cars are there that could be strenuous, tenuous, <laughs> strenuous or tenuous links to places? Oh, there's loads. There's loads of cars named after places. The Hyundai Tucson. Jaguar Rainforest. The Jaguar Rainforest. What? <laughs> Phone box. <laughs> yeah. The, the <laughs> <laughs> Vauxhall. Oh, the, uh, the, Vauxhall the, Croy- the Vauxhall Croydon. The Vauxhall Bridge. Yeah. And alongside him is a man who has been sitting in a basement. It's Terry Saunders. So my day job is I work for the, the news and I do graphics that go on the news. And this week it's been very hot, you may have been aware. And where we sit to do the graphics at the news is a basement with aircon up so high you've got to wear a cardigan. And one of my jobs this week was to do a graphic on... Look how hot it is. Here's lots of pictures of people at the beach whilst I was sat there shivering. So think of me, you bastards. That explains why there's no sweet tan. I feel very sorry for you. I mean, I I don't feel that sorry for you because we are sitting on Chica's balcony in the blazing sunshine. I'm pretty hot. It's really really hot. Maybe too hot. I'd quite like to be shivering in the cardigan right now. Yeah, it does sound Not a euphemism. We've got fake cornettos. Hey, Chica. What the hell have you been doing? So last night I went with some friends to the sort of place that you hate and it uh, is the epitome of Londoner, you know? Shoreditch. A bus. Uh, sort of Shoreditch, the same sort of... Anywhere with other people. Basically, yeah. It was a um, food market and you all sit on tables having this sort of rustic... Oh, no, that sounds nice. ...market experience. No, but you hate everyone there. Do you uh, know what I mean? Yeah, I hate those places. Mm. First but then you actually ends. have quite a nice time. But then you hate yourself having a nice time. Yeah, but then you go, oh, I'll buy, a little, I'll buy, a, I'll buy one of these bits of food and it's like it's 15 quid. I'll buy an artisan like, brie 15, on sourdough. For 15 quid, I want a plate. That's just my rule in life. <laughs> well, that's why you wouldn't fit in. I don't fit in. I take my own plate. <laughs> Put it on this good man. But I've got a place like that near, near my where I work. On Friday, they have a market outside King's Cross Station. They sell like £4.50 donuts or something. But do you buy them? I do. They're really nice. <laughs> when I moved to London, the people hanging outside King's Cross also sell things for £4.50. Yes. But it was not a donut. Yeah. King's Cross. That was extra. <laughs> <laughs> so let's begin by chugging slowly to a halt, smoke pouring from our rear ends and parking up close to the marshals at Listener's Corner. Daniel Eckersley said, Verstappen winning, Grosjean fourth, Ericsson tenth, who are you going to joke about now? Verstappen, Grosjean, and who's that third one I didn't even see in the race? Ericsson doesn't ring about at all. 
we're not short of people that we can take. There's Sirotkin, Stroll, mm-hmm. Alonso, Grosjean, Van Dorn. All of Williams. Grosjean came forth. The team came over the radio and went, oh, you've done fourth, good work. And he just came back and went, oh, the tyres are really buggy. And he's just like, just stop moaning. Damien Picash says, I agree with everything Terry has said for the last year. But there was a good drive for Max. Ross Chaplin says, so what did Daniel Kvyat get fired from? Max can't win if Daniel Kvyat isn't fired. And then Ben Oswald said... That cheeky bump on Kimmy got Max the win. Is Kimmy pregnant? Well, <coughs> that would explain. That would explain a lot of his mood swings, <laughs> his eating habits. Hormones. Hormones, you know, everything tell, makes sense. Tell you what, what? Max Verstappen is pretty good, isn't he? I mean... <laughs> I think it's being pregnant. I've always said he's all right. Mm. Have you? And, yeah, yeah. No, I've always said he's all right. I've, I've never said, you know, he's worse than all right. He's all right. You, you're, you, so you two are just like jerking off going oh my god he's amazing and I'm just there going he's alright and today <laughs> he was alright he wouldn't have won if other things hadn't conspired to help him win such as Vettel being demoted on the grid Hamilton going out of the race Hamilton's team screwing everything up Bottas going out of the race Raikkonen being old uh, <laughs> Ricardo going he out of the race he drove very well though he did alright yeah. And do you not think, even if the others had been there, he would have challenged them? Pro- possibly. He did all right. I don't know what else you want me to say. He did all right. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Just because he got preferential treatment from Red Bull because he's on a better contract and because he's a passionate little shit Ooh. that's going, oh, everyone, what are you going to do now? What are you going to talk about me? Oh, look at me. Oh. <laughs> and uh, because all the other teams fell out of the race and so the cars were a bit screwed and Ricardo had a dodgy tyre. Why did Ricardo have a dodgy tyre? Why didn't Verstappen have a dodgy tyre? Is he so good at driving that he doesn't have dodgy tyres? Right, Bullshit! This, this stream of consciousness is, is a bit disturbing, really. Kevin Wellham says, augmented advertising boards are verging on the annoying... When did these start? Was it Canada these first came in? These big random stars that it's I didn't actually realise weren't real. But it's so weird. Yeah, because we're talking about earlier on. They, they look so good. They almost look real, apart from architecturally. That would never stand up in the wind. And you wouldn't want... Because they're quite close to the edge of the track. So a car could... Like, if that was a real thing, oh, a car be could a crash safe, into that. Health and safety nightmare. That would be terrible. Yeah, that, that's basically... So that's why they do it. That's why they do it. But then, <sighs> then why don't they just make the halos CGI? <laughs> I mean, I'm, after. I'm wondering now, we're always complaining, well, we were always, people are always complaining, uh, you know, massive runoff areas, blah, 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 blah. Could you not CGI close barriers and dangerous things on the side of the track to make it look more exciting? Them. They just go through them when they run off. I mean, I don't know how clever CGI is now. Could you not have it so that it tracks where the car is and if it goes off, it, it explodes on screen? Well, yeah, you stuff. could. You could just have them in a big field and then wherever they go, that's where a track is. And then two little flames go behind them. They end up in 1950. <laughs> you could have advertising tie-ups with the latest movies I mean remember the Star Wars cars from a few years ago we could have like they could be on like hover speeders what's a film that's out now Ant-Man versus the Wasp brilliant two of the cars are tiny is that a real film and then they get huge yes it's one of the new Marvel films I've not seen it god the world is so depressing isn't it is that really the best is that that really a film Ant-Man versus the Wasp I can't remember if it's versus the Wasp or and the Wasp I haven't seen it so I don't know if they get on or not Well, it depends. I mean, if they're fighting each other, it's a very different film to if they're working together, Terry. Okay, let's move on (laughs) from from film reviews. So in other news, what's the deal with the Austrian Grand Prix's title sponsor? The official name of the race was iTime Austrian Grand Prix. However, finding any information about iTime is like persuading Kimi Raikkonen to answer a question properly. So the guys over at r slash Formula One on Reddit did some digging and found out that it's shady as fuck. 
an apparently little-used messaging app that somehow has the budget to sponsor a major sporting event and run by an Austrian company called Lioness that's been condemned as a pyramid scheme in several countries. Surely F1 wouldn't get involved with dodgy companies, would they? I can't see them. I mean, I mean they must have very high ethics standards at Formula F1 1. wouldn't do this. This is a Bernie hangover, You reckon? Surely. Well, he was back. With a Bernie. Goatee. Yeah, yeah with an evil goatee. I mean, it, it's got all the hallmarks of a Bernie deal. Well, apparently this, this iTime thing, it's, as far as I can tell, it seems to be like a WhatsApp type thing, but it's only had like 10,000 downloads, like globally, which is nothing. Mm. It's not and great, iTime is, is such a shit name. It's terrible. I thought I genuinely thought iTime was the, you know, those content glasses lenses. they... Well, it could have been content lenses. I thought it was those glasses they wear to get the driver's eye view of the track. iTime. That would almost work. I thought, it, that's what, I thought that's that's what it was. Hey, everybody. It's iTime. So, music news. Lewis Hamilton is now a pop star. Or is he? The Mercedes driver is famed for his friendship with cutting-edge music stars, which explains his appearance on a new song by Christina Aguilera from off of Genie in a Bottle back in 1999. Well, Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that really what we're saying is her most famous song? What, Surely that's her most bottle? famous yeah. song, isn't it? Dirty. That's got to be the famous one. Let's get dirty. Oh. Move it. I don't know that one. <laughs> you do. do you? Come on. Gonna get a little unruly. Gotta get <laughs> Maybe she's had several hits. But anyway. Anyway, okay. Sorry. So the song is called Pipe and features Lewis singing under the pseudonym XNDA. Or do we say it? So some lyrics here. Non-disclosure agreement. (laughs) Yeah, maybe didn't sign it. But here's some lyrics for you. You know I've got a wild imagination. I like to play the doctor operation. Spread it on the bed like a patient. I thought that was gonna that rhyme was gonna be Dalmatian. (laughs) Spread it on the bed like a Dalmatian. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to show you domination. Dalmatian. Um, Classic Mercedes. Look, <laughs> look, we've had a couple of people tweet and Facebook us saying, Terry, what's your reaction to this? Because they expected me to have some hot take on how undoubtedly terrible this song is. But, Lewis, if you're listening, I know what it's like to be uh, a singer that <laughs> doesn't get the appreciation he deserves. Uh, I've been told in this podcast to stop singing, and I think that's crassly unfair to my artistic character however so, so while, while what, matt's away yeah producer matt is not here this week yeah so the standings are going to be sung today <laughs> in the style of lewis hamilton <laughs> xnda oh god good <laughs> on this you. hasn't been confirmed has it, it is well i mean it is him you can hear it when you sing it you hear him sing it's yeah. like well that's his voice because yeah. on the second verse he comes in and goes why didn't you change the tires guys <laughs> Which is all he ever says these days. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a bit at the end where James comes in. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I am really sorry. It's like a Auto-tuned. Yeah. You can tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at For f ones sake or find us on Facebook and Instagram and other places where we're For f ones sake Or you can email us at wrong at ff1s.com. <laughs> So now time for the teams. We'll start with Red Bull. So Verstappen looked after his tyres. He kept up quite a good speed. He impressed his home crowd and nearly his dad. And it was his first win of the season. However, Ricardo's gearbox went on lap 52. What do you think? I mean, he did all right. But like you said, if it hadn't uh, been for the carnage beforehand. You you could argue that he found fortune from Mm -hmm. others' misfortune. But what about Ricardo? After all the trouble in qualifying... Discipline. Yeah, <laughs> I will spread you like a Dalmatian. <laughs> <laughs> he 
it was um it was his birthday weekend but he looked a little, just a little bit off all weekend, didn't he? He was a little bit narky. He was hungover. Well, he's 29, he's, you know. Maybe he's over the hill now. He's approaching. Yeah. Birthdays when you're in 29 onwards. They're just Sorry, Chico, for next year. Yeah, it does start. It starts massively going downhill from about that age, doesn't he's it? He's probably thinking, oh, I'll have a party in Austria, but everyone's like, oh, I'm busy. I've got just got a kid. And, yeah. oh, we're getting married. I'll and, come for one drink. Oh, we're staying. At, we're, we're trying to save money because we're getting married this August. Yeah. That, that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, so, we need to um, do the, the hen doing pathos. Yeah, so yeah. You know, he's having a shit time. And there's Max, who's mm. like prime of his life. He's what? 21. 14. And he's just going out there, bores out. He's probably... Was he? He's I didn't, I didn't notice out. that. They call it the red ball ring, and uh, <laughs> that's what he did. It was very solid from Verstappen, I thought. He, he he threatened a little bit of little bit of cheeky Verstappen action when he tapped uh, Kimi on the rear wheel. But that was that was all he all he did. I quite liked his quiet confidence because they said to him, Verstappen, your back wheels have got blistering like everybody else. And he was like, don't worry about it. I've got this. I'm cool. Yeah. Is that a direct quote? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I can't, I can't win here. Cause if I, say I want you to say well, he's brilliant and that you've been look, wrong. Yeah, but if I said he was brilliant and I've been wrong, that would make a mockery of this whole podcast. All right. <laughs> I have to belligerently stand on my soapbox and say that he, at best, is all right. No matter how I really feel. Do you think you're becoming a victim of, of our success? This feels like, you know, some Brexiteer going, it's all going fine. <laughs> but everything that he's done today was just okay. I do worry that. Now you've got me worried that you've typecasted yourself. And that having a different opinion, like everyone just expects you to roll out the Do you hit. know how happy I was when he was crashing every race? <laughs> Not just because I'm a cold-hearted motherfucker, but because it just meant I can just be myself. I can play this character that I've... I'm like Nigel Farage. I can play this character that I've created. I can roll out. I've been on Facebook, right, on some Formula One group, having this, like... Uh, back and forth argument with these Dutch fans and they're just calling me someone just said oh why don't you just go and play with your Lego which is that's all they can fucking talk about the Dutch and uh, <laughs> it's Danish Lego is it? yeah oh yeah this is a terrible oh, I, comeback I've, by them I've made a terrible xenophobic smear <laughs> smurf I've made a terrible xenophobic smurf they're Belgian the smurfs I think I've done it again and um, yeah so I've been having these arguments because I'm some kind of Verstappen hater and really couldn't give a shit about him wow don't care either way Okay, let's move on to Mercedes. Ah. We've already had an argument about, about Verstappen. So the opening lap was really great for Mercedes. Bottas did go from pole to losing loads of places, but then he gained them all back and Hamilton went from second to first. Uh, Bottas, however, retires on lap 14, which prompted virtual safety car where everyone pits. Wow. Um, but there was no sign beforehand yeah, what was going wrong Not everyone pitted. Bottas. Okay, well... All right, apart from Hamilton. Hamilton's strategy was a massive cock-up, and James Vowles. Who is he? He's James. Oh, James. He's the strategist. I think he's the intern that just got thrown under the bus. That's right, young James from... It would from, be better uh, if they went, hi, it's James, and Hamilton went, who? Yeah, year 10 <laughs> Brackley High School. Yeah, hi. He's just there um, for a couple of weeks. I'm here on work experience, and uh, really sorry, uh, Lewis, but um, it's my fault. They've told me to say it's my fault. I don't really understand what I've done wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm here to make the tea, and uh, well, anyway, and it's, just, it's just too hot for tea, and you know, I, I, James, I tried to make tea, and it was too hot. But apparently, sorry, that was the race for. I'm really sorry. So we believe in you. We trust you. 
So after James had finished groveling, uh, Hamilton then retired on lap 64. But we have no idea why, because we're recording this straight after the race. It was his exhaust. No, that was Ricardo. That it was, was Ricardo. His, it was just... It was his car, I it think. It was his yeah. midweek sales for the uh, charts. <laughs> They just come Too many in. people pirating. Scott type. Mills came through the radio and went, "You haven't charted, mate." And he just went, "Fuck this!" <laughs> it was engine. It was like exhaust. It was gears. It First was time since wheels. 1955 Italian Grand Prix that both Mercedes did not finish, which I just stole, that's not a bad reliability record. Although you should remember that they they weren't in it for five. W- well, 50 after years. 1955, they didn't race at all until ah! about seven years ago. And that's because they decapitated ago. someone. So 82. Uh, 80 people they decapitated yeah. 80 people so no, you know that's, that gives you an idea to go do you know what oh, our reliability record is so good we haven't decapitated yeah. anyone since 1952 our reliability <laughs> record is much better than our decapitation yeah. record so let's quickly talk about Hamilton's failure of a strategy yes so tyres he should have pitted under the virtual safety car look this is ridiculous in China there was a virtual safety car and Hamilton didn't pit and it fucked up for him and Vettel won the race because of that exact thing and then it's, it's always like you think there'd actually be like a post-it note on Toto Wolf's screen that says VSC equals Pitt Hamilton right don't think about it don't go over it and it feels like what happened is they were all sobbing over Bottas's car going out and they just went oh my god why we love him so much he's so nice he, he doesn't ask for anything and he's just like really nice and if you say would yeah, you mind moving that thing he's like of course I'll move that thing I'll finish he does doesn't have a hit single. So. He doesn't have it. Well, nor does well, and, and so they're all going, oh, God, Bottas, you're right, mate. And then they've all missed the big flashing sign that says VSC. Why is everyone in the pit lane? They're in the, they're in the pit bot, in the bit where he punches tables, that bit. They're in that room. And they're all there. And everyone's going, oh, mate, what's going on? And then, the, you know, VSC comes on in big flashing letters. Like, I think, if anything, Mercedes need a bigger sign in the garage and you that says... A, an alarm. Yeah, Aruga! You know the, the alarm. Aruga! Exactly. Aruga! Pitt Hamilton! Aruga! Yeah. And they're all going, oh, right, well, anyway, who wants, <laughs> who wants a cup of tea? And Virtual James. safety car approaching. Oh, James, James, can I have mine with two sugars this time? Because you made it a bit strong last time. <laughs> I'm all so right. sorry, I'm oh, so sorry. sorry. And then suddenly everyone's pitting. They're like, oh, that's funny, everyone's pitted. What's going on? Oh, shit, there's a virtual safety car. Oh, crap. Oh, we'll be fine. We'll just tell Lewis to make <laughs> yeah. up eight seconds. <laughs> Blame it on the work experience, kid. So Ferrari had a double podium. Uh, Raikkonen did actually hassle Verstappen right until the end. Was Vettel faster or did he have a better strategy than Hamilton? Which doesn't take much. It just didn't really make sense. It, it feels like, for all my bang on about Verstappen being all right, Hamilton had one of those races where you just know he's going to come on the radio and say, uh, guys, why haven't we pitted the way I wanted to? And then he's just going to give up. And that's basically what happened. Vettel just... There was no way you should have overtaken him. And then suddenly, oh, Hamilton's got a blister. Vettel's gone by. And it was just <laughs> classic, classic Hamilton going, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I mean, the... the- there was some suggestion, which I've heard before, that this was something to do with the Mercedes not being very good at driving behind other cars, like even compared to normal. Like the, the, the disruption in the airflow from cars in front of them really fucked them up and slowed them down. So why didn't they swap Vettel and Raikkonen? It's interesting. You think they would have done? That's Ferrari but they like would have been, There would have been an outcry. Like they I mean, care. not that McLe- uh, uh, Ferrari normally give a shit, admittedly. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do it. I got a feeling that Raikkonen told them to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the kind of thing he'd probably do. They've already fired him. He's not got a contract next year. Why would he give up his place? I, I wonder enough. if that if that's going to be a sign of the rest of the season. He's just going to be like, 
I'm not listening to any team order. I'm going to do everything I want to do. Yeah, I'm going to come, anyway, I'm, I'm going to come second and fail to win the race because that's how <laughs> fucking good I am. <laughs> hey, yes. Hey, hey, why were we talking about Hass so early on? Because they were both in the points and it was a really good race for them. What? what? And that wasn't just because of the retirements because they both had an impressive qualifying. Do you reckon they could keep this up? I, though, I do no. think I asked this a no, while ago. The no. thing is, this does feel like where the Hass should be and they always... That's where they were when they're their first race. Yeah, it's where they, they they tend to they tend to qualify well. They have the pace to be this quick, and then they screw it up. So is that the drivers? It's the drivers. It's the team. And the car. Still quite young, and the car, and the track, <laughs> and the ambient temperature, and you know the basic events of the world. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Williams. So I don't have masses or anything to say about Williams. Masses? Masses! <laughs> to say about Williams. Stroll they were very, Leclerc. very, very, very slow. There was a point where, again, for the, the second race running, the last cars on the track were Williams and McLaren, and mm. that is depressing. That's not a fluke. That's not a one-off. <laughs> oh, no. all the cars are broken. That is a race where, as a midfield team, you should be doing quite well because all the front runners are conking out. And they didn't, and it's depressing. I mean, they they probably I, I can't remember where they finished, and they but it was probably higher than they deserved. Yes. Because I mean, uh, how many races have it been now? Four or five now, where the McLarens and the Williamses have just been at the back, and they are undeniably the slowest cars now. Sauber's hmm. are better than them. Sauber are the the, the yeah. people we take the piss out. The, the last two. <laughs> I mean, years. we still take the piss out. I mean, Ericsson you, was mixing it with them still, but but if you listen to any podcast in the last two years, we go Sauber. Uh, I don't know, I didn't even ah. see it. What happened there? Oh, Verlaine's <laughs> sexy. That's all we ever talked about. <laughs> we don't even need Verlaine there to be sexy for Sauber to be good. Maybe his amazing looks was holding them back. I do like the fact that in that short sentence, you got Verlaine and Sexy in there three times. Well, so if we move on to Sauber, it was Leclerc. He is so good. Um, he did go skittering off early on, but he got back on track again. Yep. And they got points. Yeah. Point. Sauber got points. I know. They're just, they're just, they're, they're doing well. The well, Ferrari engine's going all right. Leclerc is... Oh, he's so good, I mean, I think he? I think he's almost Alonsoing them into slightly you better say than the they deserve. Ericsson scored some points earlier in the year. Basically, that's true. Sauber this year, the Ferrari they've got they've had a couple of years with the year old Ferrari engine. They've got a decent Ferrari engine in the car this year, and Williams have gone backwards. And Williams have got shitty drivers. And don't forget, Williams have got the class one of the class of the field Mercedes engine in their car. And they, that that somehow <laughs> they can't make a car not be last. That is embarrassing. <laughs> uh, Force India have taken a huge backward step this year as well. But they're still not that crap. No, but it's like Sarah are now the 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 board is shaken up and they're doing good. Leclerc is making them look better than they are. You've I agree say, with that. You've got to say off. in the midfield you it's sort of it's sort of jumping around between Renault, Sauber Haas, it's much closer between those three yeah. now than it than it ever has before, I think. And Force India a little bit. So if we talk about Force India, they were both in the points. Perez and Ocon ha- had a bit of a, a fight when the team told him to move over, but this has happened before, and I think it was a lot more friendly than earlier in the season. Well, I didn't um, hear any uh, objections. Maybe there's too much swearing. Just saying. Um, but <laughs> other than that, didn't really see much of them. Yeah, they're, they're waiting for... Apparently there was something like they having some updates coming and they didn't arrive and they what? were getting they got lost in the, the post, post. So they yeah. just got one of those like red slips so yeah. <laughs> we tried to deliver <laughs> it right. out. actually it was just the guy in the van who couldn't be asked in a working in one working day go to your local sorting office and then there'll just be some old duffer there going uh, I don't know what your address is it's like well it's the place I live <laughs> is that just me this feels like it's going to turn into a rage against parcel force 
Not Parcel Force. I don't have bad Hermes. things with Parcel Force. No, Hermes, just, they're terrible. DPD. Is it just Royal Mail? Royal that... Mail. I'm mm. sorry. I mean, I, lo- I love the Queen, but she she is getting too old to deliver all those packages. <laughs> especially, in, especially on Christmas Eve in one night. She can't do it all. Wait, what? Well, she's not what? Santa. What? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Renault. This was a bad weekend for Renault. We had no points. Say we, like I. Nil point, they say. Hulkenberg's engine exploded on lap 12 and he obviously retired and Sainz had a terrible, terrible pit stop which lasts about 45 minutes um, where they couldn't get his front tyre on. So, I mean, that was that was probably the main reason. Yep. It was yeah. a very explodey race, wasn't it? We don't Why know. did everybody's engines go? Was it the heat? I mean, it wasn't hot. that hot. It wasn't no, that but hot there. The, um, the track was very hot. Was it? Well, it mm. wasn't. And hotter than normal. Was it? Just go along with this. Okay. It really yeah, no, sounds like I know what I'm talking super about. Super hot. Very it's like lava. Hot. <laughs> what I found interesting and that I like is that you don't often see engines blow up with all the smoke kind of following the aero no. thing. And it did the kind of like the whisper. It doesn't it? Mm. Woo! Toro Rosso! <laughs> Uh, Toro Rossi spent most of the race in top 10, which uh, wasn't to be expected. Hartley had an issue on lap 56 where he said, we are not okay. I don't um, know if that was just in that occasion or just reflecting the state of his career at the moment. I, think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was doing contract negotiations whilst racing. I mean, that's a big black mark against him because surely you've only got two hours a day to race. You can do your contract. The yeah, the and his racing is not put him in a strong it's negotiating position of late. I mean if anything it's making the Red Bull Young Drivers programme look more astute when they fucking canned <laughs> him years ago because he is shit I mean he's world champion good hair, though. Good although hair. what was good today is that they replaced his entire engine because mm-hmm. uh, and then Honda did this tweet that said um, we've replaced Hartley's engine this is not for technical reasons it's because he's already qualified at the back of the grid so this is a tactical change so I think it sounds like the Honda mechanics have all got like black wall paint under their eye and they're just kind of running at night going quick I can't I haven't got any army references 24 24 hut hut that's American football same thing is that like SEAL Team 6 yeah it's an American football team so they killed Obama Osama Bin Laden okay Let's uh, move away from assassinations and move on to Gasly. He ran out of tyres with four laps left and then he started going backwards. Yeah, that was a bit of a shame. He was, he was, in, he was in the top ten yeah. and then just, I think, yeah, it was like four or five laps and just everybody started to go past him. I don't know where he finished, but it wasn't, it wasn't high. No, Red Bull have just taken on Honda engines and Honda have not been great. I mean, they've not been bad. They've I mean, not they been were, as shit as they were. They're, they're certainly better than they used to be. I, I mean, obviously, we haven't got access to the data they have, but it does not... Mm. It feels like Renault is still better. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Let's go on to McLaren. Oh, do we even have to? Yes. So, due to there being absolutely no cars in the race, pretty much, Alonso was in the points. Van Dorn was... Oh, it was awful, wasn't it? He was going very slowly uh, right at the back, and nobody noticed. I don't know if there was something wrong with his engine. Um, is it Van Dorn's well, last season? He had to pit. Yeah, first lap he pitted and then was just nowhere near anybody else for the rest of the race. He won't be there next year, will he? It'll be Norris and... Raikkonen. Oh, God, probably. Well, look, we're recording this straight after the race, so we haven't had time for the inevitable Alonso interview where he says, look how fucking amazing I am. That was the best race I've ever done. Everyone else crashed out and I finished near the end of the point. So <laughs> what would he fucking do? Van Dorn's just lost heart and like, who can bloody blame him? Mm. Why um, didn't they pull him out, though? Well, just, maybe they were getting more data and hoping, oh, hoping more got, people would blow it. Their engine didn't blow up at We've least. got the data here. We're just having the printout and... <laughs> oh, no, we're fucked. <laughs> 
what we've got IBM Watson crunching the numbers and it is not good people everybody maybe start updating your LinkedIn profiles because <laughs> this is not going well I like that bit when uh, David Coulthard said on the track he said there's a bit of debris and it's yellow it's yellow and we were watching like I don't think it's yellow mate and he was like it's sort of yellowy orange and then he was like oh no that's that's orange that's what happens to 1 drivers they don't have a good education <laughs> they, they go into racing at a young age they don't learn well, they, you know, they can't colours. identify colours <laughs> no Oh, is this multi-millionaire hotel entrepreneur David Coulthard? Hotel entrepreneur? Yeah, he's got he owns a hotel and makes money. Some hotel in Holiday Monaco. Inn. Is he Lenny Henry? Okay, so it is now time for the standings with Terry Saunders. Oh yeah, here we come, everybody. Get ready. So I was watching the Austrian Grand Prix and I was thinking, this looks like the sound of music because that's based in the Austrian hills, isn't it, everybody? Mm-hmm. No, it's not. What? No, it is. Of course it is. I thought I was just going to torpedo your entire reason. I've never seen The Sound of Music. Don't give a shit. <laughs> so, I feel like I may have done the same idea last year because I'm, you know, but I thought, why don't I, instead of just giving you the drivers and what position they're in, why don't I sing it? Oh, well, no. I mean, is that a rhetorical question? Yes, don't answer. Otherwise, I'll spread you on the bed like a Dalmatian. <laughs> okay, so... I'm going to more say it like a kind of William Shatner version because my singing's not strong. I'm not, I'm not an idiot. You know. No, but you, you've been told numerous times you're not allowed to sing this anymore. <laughs> okay, it's spoken word. <laughs> Haircuts on Vettel, Aguilera's new muse, old age retiree, today he has dry shoes, <laughs> young whiner, winner, and finish luck in the bin. These are a few of my favourite things. <laughs> Sucking some balls and the best driver ever. Hulky Muck Hulk Hulk and Sains into leather. Don't ask. Perez saves his tyres and puts out the bins. These are a few of my favourite things. Ocon in pink clothes with blue satin sashes. Pierre has big eyes and even bigger eyelashes. Leclerc is racing the yang to his ying. These are a few of my favourite things. <laughs> when the French cooks and the soft roffs, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember my favourite things, and Lance Stroll makes me feel less bad. <laughs> That was quite good. I, mean, that, I read that, that during the race. I that give was... you a reluctant round of applause. Way. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see a full theatrical performance of that. We could blow our entire budget for the live show next week, and I could do it then. You sell the last couple of tickets for eight times the price. <laughs> yes. We keep saying this, but we're recording this straight after the race, and it took me a long time to write that. So the constructors are at best lackluster. I've gone for what noise do the engines make? So. Oh Christ. In the lead of the Constructors' Championship is Rattle Rattle, which is the Mercedes because they both conked out. Vroom Vroom is second, Ferrari, they're doing well. Vroom and Cough Whimper, that's Red Bull because one of them stopped. Le Coff, that's Renault because it's French. <laughs> Harumph, sorry, it's probably McLaren. It's Force India. Yeehaw, it's Haas. Tactical Reasons is Honda. Leclerc, 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 that's uh, Sauber. And that's Williams. That's just how they, their car is powered by apathy <laughs> whatever just just waiting out my pension so I can retire and that brings us to the state of F1 with Terry Saunders 
unreliability makes races better as we saw today that would be a dull race if it wasn't for the mercedes being asleep and all the engines being put to sleep i don't know why austria makes all the cars break but i like it if we can't fix overtaking or car parity then the best thing to do is to add back the age-old fear in f1 that no matter how well you're doing your car might just conk out Unfortunately, by next week, there'll probably be another bulletproof reliability Grand Prix, so the rules need a tweak, and this will be the exception and not the rule. We need to make it the rule. So don't worry, I have a solution. Change the rules. I've banged on about big data before, but the teams aren't going to give up that comfy blankie. As soon as they know the cars are struggling, they tell the drivers to slow down and save fuel or whatever. I've also banged on about radio transmissions. Better for the teams to know the cars are braking, but not be able to tell the drivers. But again, that's not going to go away. So what do we do? Well, we can't change the engines and the reliability at the factory because they're just too good. So we've got to get to the engines before the factory. What am I talking about? Open cast mining. <laughs> All engines are made out of exotic materials that are mined and they have to be made out of an aluminium alloy. So if Liberty buy all the existing aluminium mines and then deliver the raw materials to the engine manufacturers, but every other batch has a dormant super strain of bees embedded in them, <laughs> and then when a certain vibration is met, the bees will be released into the cockpit, that will make the racing more exciting. And furthermore... <laughs> They should do a thing. You know when the engines blew up? This is the thing I was talking about earlier. When the engines blew, blow up and you get all that kind of lovely smoke following the aerodynamic pattern, they should make that a feature. So with bees? With bees or like the red <laughs> arrows when they have different coloured oh, smoke, smoke streaming out oh, the back. Yeah. That would be good. Like at a certain point in the race, you can release the smoke. And then the cars behind won't be able to see. But like with Grosjean the other, the other month when he made a big smoke thing, imagine if that smoke was red and it all happened at once. Brilliant. I think I like the smoke idea more than I like the bees idea. Why? Uh, well, I, I mean, have you listened to David Attenborough recently? There is we've a got, to be, we've got to be nice to the bees. Yeah, yeah I'm saying make more be, bees. Well, we can't be firing them out of F1 cars at 200 <laughs> miles an hour. But what if the circuit is near some flowers? Uh? Well, I mean, uh, even if they're near flowers, uh, they're not going to get to the flowers if they're splattered all over the front of Roman Grosjean's helmet. Uh, that's embarrassing. Okay, I haven't entirely thought it through. But the smoke idea. Smoke, yeah. That's, that's okay. a winner. So that is it from us. It is goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We have not had time to talk about the 2021 regulations, which apparently are in danger of being watered down, according to Christian Horner from Red Bull. I don't have much to say about it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and it's goodbye to Terry Saunders. We haven't talked about, actually, as we go off air, as if we were on air, we're not. Twitter is going crazy because there's a lot of people are saying that Mercedes should fire James Allison. James oh. Allison? I don't even think he's the right James, is he? Well, you can't fire the work experience kid. Oh, no, you can. So you, you should can. get rid of Oh, the... you can. Okay. And we'll be back next week to discuss the British We Grand haven't Prix had Life. time to talk about the fact that we're recording this podcast. We finished the recording and on the telly muted, they haven't finished the wrap up for the fucking race. <laughs> Last week, we had a bunch of you fucking people listening, moaning that we released the podcast on a Friday before the next race. Because sorry, we're Saturday, busy. Saturday, wasn't it? Saturday even, <laughs> right? It was yesterday. So yesterday yesterday yeah. even. <laughs> people going oh you know you should release it earlier because we want to listen to it it's like you know do you know what we've re recorded this podcast and they're still talking on the telly about the race that we've already done a podcast about yeah but they've probably got stats and interviews we I mean, just got an accuracy. hour of opinions theirs was undoubtedly better <laughs> yes <laughs> but we've done it yeah so speaking of which make sure you come next week and if you want a ticket for you and your gran it's not a ticket for you and your gran You've got Separate to buy ticket. your gran a ticket yeah, yeah, and yeah. then she'll get free gin. She has to buy a ticket in her name. I don't want any of this. Oh, my gran's ill. She couldn't make it, but here's yeah, a ticket. Here's my she, friend Bob. She has to be there 
with a ticket in her name yeah. and then and a, she'll get and a glass and I think we're going to require birth certificates and family trees because otherwise it, you can't just bring any old lady that's oh bad. god that's a good point we need proof of purchase yeah, they're very sneaky in London town they'll do that yeah we'll do that yeah we'll do that in the meantime though check out our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash for f one sake follow us on Twitter and Instagram where we're at for f one sake don't forget to like and review and fawn over us wherever you get your podcasts. You can get items of clothing and all of the treats, but it's quite outdated and there's nothing new there. There's lots of new stuff there, like our logo. Yeah, we haven't updated the logo. Okay, the you, probably, you probably don't want the Stoffel Ruffle t-shirt anymore. But oh, God, remember when he was the new big thing? We're going to have to come up with a new rhyming couplet for one of the drivers. Okay. For Staffy. Uh, ff1s.com whoa that's my job I know world wide web dot ff1s.com and then I'm going to say thanks for listening see you all live next week I've been Chica Rez goodbye goodbye bye sports social podcast network